If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome, everybody, to your Circle of Influence podcast. I'm your co-host, Dr. Monica Ogando. And I'm Amy Walker. And we are so delighted that you are here with us today. We have a very special guest and a very important topic because you've heard us say time and time again, one of our core values is lift as you climb. And one of the, the impetus behind that is the idea that we can get further together. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. So collaboration and connecting to the right people at the right time is of utmost importance for that. Mm -hmm. uh, I myself have had many lessons on this. Amy and I have talked about this ad nauseum in, in other podcasts where we've talked about the whole idea of if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself or wanting to do the individual Lone Ranger thing because uh, it's easier to control your own behavior or to you know, be accountable to only yourself, et cetera. But it is in relationship and it is in connection that we find our greatest growth. Mm -hmm. And one of the keys to being able to create that collaboration is really articulation, right? <laughs> like I meet people sometimes that they're reaching out for collaboration or they're reaching out because they want me to introduce them to other people and they can't even clearly articulate what exactly it is that they want and what exactly that is that they do. It's very hard to enroll people into a vague idea and a vague destination. It's like, come on guys, we're going to go on a trip. Where are we going? I don't know, it's, but I think it looks kind of like this and it sounds kind of similar to this. And then you just don't get traction, whether it's with investors or whether it's with partners or whether it's with clients, because you're just not clearly articulating what you do. So I'm excited today because we have an expert in this. <laughs> this is what she does day in, day out. So Dee Dee Wong was born in Hong Kong, raised in England. Now she lives in Los Angeles and she's an award-winning international keynote speaker, a TV producer, a business mentor, a best-selling author, an angel investor. And she does exactly this. She helps people be able to really articulate what they do and hone in on the right message for the right people so that you can open up those doors, whether again, it's with potential clients, potential partners, potential investors. So Didi, we're so excited to have you with us today. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, you guys. I am so happy to be here and share some value uh, tips. And uh, you guys have been so organized, by the way. I just, I just have to give you both that. I've been on so many podcasts and interviews. Uh, you both have been uh, the most, one of the most uh, organized people, and I love organization. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, because actually, I, in general, we are very organized, but this week in particular, I have been unorganized, <laughs> and so even just this morning, I was like, 
what have I missed? What details yeah. have we missed? So that makes me feel better. Thank you. <laughs> but that's, but that also speaks to the power of systems. See, when you have some stuff, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. So you that's are right. available for, you know, eventualities because everything's set up. So thank you, Didi. We're going to take yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. take that compliment. It makes us feel better. Yes. So Didi, we would love to hear from you. You have, you have your hand in so many different interesting places in business and you're working with so many different types of entrepreneurs. How did you get your start as an entrepreneur? Well, if I rewind back to uh, when I first started, I was only 33. Two, and it was out of misery actually uh and that's why right now during this time it's really good to start a business because people are losing jobs and you know people are it's, it's an open field for you to start something that you've always wanted to do and out of my misery in moving from new york city to la because my husband was an actor and his agent asked him to come to la because he was on broadway and won his play won the tony uh I was an actress at that time too. I'm like, oh sure, let's go, let's go to LA. But I hated it. I really, I have been all over the world um, since I was nine years old, but somehow the move from New York City to Los Angeles was the most difficult for me. And I left all my friends there obviously. And it's just, I guess the car culture, culture really got me. I was not mm-hmm. used to driving. In fact, all my life, I've never really had to drive. I was in Boston, mm-hmm. London, Hong Kong, New York, Paris, all of these places that doesn't require driving. So mm-hmm. LA uh, got to me, it, was, it took me four years to really overcome that new uh, <laughs> way of living lifestyle mm-hmm. um so mm-hmm. i was doing a lot of yoga and i saw in a magazine one day uh, a yoga conference in hong kong and that's where my parents are well oh, what an excuse to go back home to be with my family mm-hmm. and i did a four-day uh, yoga conference it was intense five to seven hours of real physical yoga and the fourth after the conference ended that night, I went to sleep at 4.30 in the morning. I had this calling and I literally saw a white tank top in my dreams, in my calling with a yoga pose on it. And, and it was just so vivid and, and so intense that I woke up in the middle of the night and Michael wasn't with me, my husband. I wrote to him, I'm like, I, I'm gonna give up acting, dancing, singing, and all of the things I wanted to do all my life. And I want to be a businesswoman and I want to open up my own company and I want to own a brand, a yoga clothing brand. And that's how I got into yoga and I mean, got into entrepreneurship. In fact, this whole story is in my book called Success Breakthroughs, which I co-wrote with Jack Canfield. So if you want to know more detail about that story, but you know, it was so intense that I, I just dropped everything. I went, um, I kind of accelerated my studies of how to open open up a business by just reading books asking questions i never went to business school or anything like that Mm -hmm. and common sense and even at that time i had already known that there's nothing i can't achieve and even though i've never done a business before never been a business owner i know in my heart of hearts that i can do it and um, because i know how to talk to people i love people Mm-hmm. And I think that is really the essence of being a successful business owner that you can connect with other people. And then fast forward, uh, my thirties, I had four children in a mother, a pregnant, not pregnant, pregnant, not pregnant, pregnant, not pregnant. <laughs> uh, and then I finished breastfeeding my twins at eight months. And then I turned 40 
And I was just looking around, it was my 40th birthday, and I was just like, something is, again, like a calling of sorts, you know? And, mm-hmm. and it's just telling me, Didi, you need to go back out there and do something, and uh, do something. And I was, at that time, kind of part-timing my yoga company. I, I had some success in that, but not in the way that I know I can achieve success. So mm-hmm. um, I just started going out to lots of seminars, and uh, I, I really am interested in real estate at that time. So I, I went to a real estate seminar where Tony Robbins was really speaking and Brendan mm-hmm. Bashan and all of these names. That I Now I know they're huge. At that time, I just know Tony Robbins. People talk about him. I didn't know who he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I went, I'm like, let me go and see who he is. And, you know, and um, really got to see a lot of speakers on stage. And wow, all these people are running to the back of the room and buying courses. And I was calculating. And I was like, wow. There were probably over 10,000 people there. And each one of these speakers went up and sold packages for around $1,000. So I was calculating really how many people were running. I'm like, wow, they're making so much money. So it kind of opened my eyes up to speaking. Um, And then I hired a mentor. And this is where my life really changed. My mentor, David Meltzer, um, I actually hired, at, at first I was JVing with him with an event that I'm, I used to own an event company. And I was just JVing with him for him to help me bring in some sponsors and we, we really just got along, but then he invited me to uh, watch him speak. So I watched him speak and then he had a program. So then I became one of those people who ran to the back of the room and I just really connected with him. and. In our mentorship, he just taught me so much. And he, most importantly, not so much the knowledge that I learned from him, of course, that is important, but it's a relationship capital that he opened up for me. Because I didn't know many people in the speaking business. I didn't know many people in the coaching business, nor in, in the, I didn't even know what I was really wanting to do coming back out from, you know, being a mom. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just saw so much talent in me and believed in me that he referred me to do this movie called Impact. Mm -hmm. And the movie is literally a a journey of my speaking um, from being very green to being on uh, in United Nations speaking. So uh, he really opened me up and then he introduced me to other people who really helped me hone in on what I really wanted to do. So anyway, I know it's a really long answer to your question, but really finding that mentor the second time around, the first one was the calling yeah. after doing the yoga. The second one after turning 40 was when I found a mentor, the right mentor, you know, the power of mentorship is one of my keynotes. And I talk about truly how David Meltzer and I do a diagram of truly how, because I know him, mm-hmm. how, you know, like a spidergram, and that yeah. goes into all the people that I know yes. now um, but it really is not just the introduction. It's the introduction, but you need to know how to connect. And that's why I've de- decided that I want to become, I wanted to become a coach to teach people how to articulate, how to connect and how to make that first few minutes count when you meet a stranger. So mm-hmm. I have another keynote that's called turning every stranger into an ally 
because that is the key to building up your network and becoming a, a very successful entrepreneurs because it's who you know and who likes you enough to want to introduce you to other people yeah. or JV with you or become your client or become the partner, all of these things. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I have so much to tell you <laughs> about that. <laughs> I love, I love, you're like bursting at the seams. I like, know, I have so much to say. <laughs> Well, that's what I, I love what you're saying here, because that's one of the themes of uh, the influencer circles that we host every week in the, and the, your circle of influence mastermind is that you're getting together with people who have already earned the right to be at the table, right? So yes. we work with high achieving women, six and seven figure entrepreneurs, and there's still so much that you don't have access to there are rooms that you haven't been introduced to that somebody needs to walk you in there in order for you for the doors to be open to you exactly and you can't earn your way there you have to be introduced you have to be you know connected and right. uh, and so that i love what you're saying here about the power of mentorship because that is you know you're borrowing the equity the social equity the relationship equity that somebody else has and you're walking right. on Tells us or and then of course yes once you get there you have to wow people with your brilliance you have to exactly create the 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 social equity yourself so that you can then carry that with you and not have to um not have to depend on somebody else but at the same time um it it creates a level of um partnership and a reach that you yeah. can reach more people because of who you're connected to and who they're connected to and that whole six degrees of separation kind of thing exactly so, if you were to pinpoint a major valley in that journey of like a, a, a great moment of struggle or a great moment yeah. of, ooh, I don't know, because I, I was hearing you and I was like, oh my goodness, this, this is the entire hero's journey formula. <laughs> <laughs> so there's always like a dragon to slay. There's always a inner conflict to resolve, et cetera. So what would you say was the greatest moment of struggle in, in that journey of entrepreneurship? Yeah, I will, I will share with you one of my greatest failures, um, which actually just happened uh, at the end of 2018. So my biggest joy, my biggest goal in my life has always been to make my parents proud because I have two Chinese parents that are very high standard. <laughs> no matter what I do or who I marry or who I dated, it would never uh, suffice, right? And uh, and, and probably because of who they are, that's why I'm so ambitious and that's why I go out there and give it my all at all times. And so there was a moment when I finally achieved for my parents to be proud of me. And that was at the Women Economic Forum in New Delhi, India. Uh, I was invited to go there to speak and they gave me the highest level award uh, of the women of the decade for entrepreneurship and venture capital when i got that email from them i couldn't even believe it myself that wow why would they give me such a prestigious award and that was the beginning of my journey in you know finally achieving my parents <laughs> approval right so they they flew to india with my younger sister and Really, they were, they've never been happy with the fact that I chose to live in America. I chose to marry a half black, half white man. I, I've just really done everything out of the norm, out of the, out of the structured <laughs> traditional thing and, and became the black sheep of the family. And uh, so when I went there and they saw me speak and they saw all these ladies run after me after I spoke and they kind of started to see, wow, she, my, our daughter is really affecting change and she's yes. definitely inspiring people, which was the first part of it. 
The second part of it was when I walked on the stage and received this award and I actually bursted into tears when I did my acceptance speech and look in my parents' eyes. And by the way, you see all of this on the movie because they followed my journey um, as, as I become a speaker, became a speaker. And I just was just thankful uh, for their raising me to be the woman that I am and without them, you know, so it really was such a beautiful moment for me to connect with my parents. And then afterwards we had lunch and the way they spoke to me from before and after was just, they finally spoke to me almost like with respect and like, wow, we really raised a good daughter now, right? Okay. So I'm telling you this because this is the backstory of how I wanted to pay it forward for other women to get that feeling of being pr proud of themselves. And so I, I owned a special events business, as I told you. I came back to LA and I said to myself, you know what, I'm going to do a women economic forum in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And I was really helping the organ nonprofit organization have exposure in Los Angeles, as well as um, really helping other women have a platform to speak and to meet each other. So I went, I, I, I did it and I was, because I am the kind of dive deep when I, get into a project kind of person. I was really reaching for the stars when I wasn't quite ready. Um, and I organized a three day speaking event with a gala in a less than five months. And uh, it, was, it was just, most people spend about a year to do such a thing, <laughs> right? Um, but I did it in less than five months and I really was, gung-ho and I put a lot of my money into it. I was going to have sponsors. I, I trusted in someone, unfortunately, who promised me she would be able to help me with sponsorship and she didn't come through at all. Um, and so I ended up paying my way through the event. And at the, during the event, I could see already that I didn't, people didn't show up as much as I thought they would. And um, I ended up having to give out quite a few free tickets and, it was just definitely not the way I had wanted the event to be. And inside it was just eating me up. On the outside it was beautiful because it was the JW Marriott, downtown LA, five-star hotel. It was gorgeous. And, and I, you know, I know planning and I know events. So I really made it aesthetically pleasing as well as content driven and the value was great. So I did really help a lot of women through my event. But inside me, I was, it was eating me up that I was losing over $250,000 in those three days. So mm -hmm. on the outside, I had to be smiling because I was the host and look, walking around and making sure everybody was happy and having a good time. Whereas inside me, I'm like, oh my God, what am I, how am I going to deal with this mess, right? <laughs> so yep. um, yeah, I, but I did speak authentically on stage because I could tell people were just kind of looking at me in a way that, oh, Dee Dee, this is so beautiful, but where are all the people kind of thing, yeah. you know? And, and I just confess, I'm like, look, I just wanted to pay it forward. I wanted to have that feeling that I got in India, in Los Angeles for other women and for other women to connect and, and create, increase their relationship capital and make their, you know, friends, parents, spouses proud because I'm, I'm awarding a lot of women. Yeah. And anyway, so yeah, after the three days, um, as beautiful as it was, I was deep in debt, uh, over 250K. Um, and I just never felt that much, uh, that big, you know, yes. in my life, you know? And uh, 
so yeah, it, it, it kind of taught me a huge lesson that was the inner dragon that I had to slay. And through the whole of 2019, I was just working double hard. And, and I actually was very blessed because I did make all that money back and some more um, through, through my, really through my influence, um, through the fact that I actually can connect with people and influence um, and, and make impact, I think, um, to whoever I come across. And I really can help uh, young women, uh, young meaning new in business, like young entrepreneurs, females, mm -hmm to double their money in half the time. I'm, I have the knack in knowing how to help other business owners, you know, really slay that dragon and, and pass that barrier and, and actually make that money because I did it myself. I, I went back to negative 250 and then I went forward half a mil, you know, in, in, in 2019. So it was a real struggle because I didn't want to show it too much. And funny enough, during that journey of struggle and getting all these credit card letters from, you know, my credit cards and, and my credit went from very high 700s to 500s, I think, um, that I was just like, wow. I even looked into bankruptcy. Like I really looked into all of this. It was such a crazy, huge journey up and a huge journey down. And yeah. And then I went back a huge journey back up and, and, and then I was known as the angel investor, you know, and, and, you know, it was, it was a really hard time. And so I was really struggling, but I was also authentic during all that time, um, in, in telling people that I just need to work hard and focus on the prize, you know, which is to make that money back. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I had prop, I'm, I was asset rich yeah. and cash flow poor. poor. Yeah. In yes. the business language, right? I love that you're sharing this because I think it's such a relatable story. I mean, who hasn't had a big expensive flop? I have, you know, and in that yeah. moment, it's so easy to want to define your success and your value according to the flop. But isn't it interesting how when we're on top, like it doesn't affect our perception of ourselves all that much. But when we fall and we hit that rock bottom, all of a sudden it's like, it is you, it feels like it is you. Um, and I've done those events where, you know, on the outside, you're smiling for everybody and you're trying to take care of everybody that's there. And on the inside, you're like, oh, this is really painful. And I, yeah. like, I've had to walk out of the room and like, you know, kind of do my little mental, like I have to keep it together moment and then keep moving forward. I can totally relate to that. Yeah. What I love about your journey though, is that you did. And I think for so many of us, our flop and our failure comes right before the win because it teaches us what not to do. You know, it teaches us, this is the way that I generate results. And this is not the way that I generate results. Right. And so you learn and you grow and you do better next time. And I, I call them really expensive seminars. I'm like, that was That's such right. an expensive <laughs> seminar, but I sure did learn a lot. So <laughs> I don't want to go back again. I'm going to just like take all the lessons I learned from that. I don't need to re-enroll in that seminar, but wow, this is an expensive seminar. Learned a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So my, my next question for you is what are you working on right now? What are you creating that you're excited about? Oh, so many things, uh, right 
currently I am uh, looking for speakers for a TV show that I am producing called Speak Up and it's on Amazon Prime Video. Uh, we are looking for a variety of uh, speakers, experienced speakers, um, who have a message and we want to put them on a TV platform so that they can have their message heard obviously more. And uh, so yeah, I, we are casting for season two right now. So yeah, if anybody is interested in that, totally contact me. And the other thing is I, I have ongoing elevator pitch short four week seminars where I teach a workshop form and really putting in your hot suit, really making you speak and overcome that uh, what do you do question. <laughs> you know, you get that all the time, every day, all day, if you're networking a lot. And really how to actually approach networking after you do that elevator pitch. And then, um, and then my general coaching, I, I, I love my programs. I, I really have passion for, as I said, uh, new entrepreneurs who really want to get out of the paycheck to paycheck nine to five job and come into, come into this entrepreneurship uh, world where you can be in charge of your own time and have the freedom of going wherever, I always say going wherever you want, with whomever you want, wherever you want, whenever you want. <laughs> so okay. uh, yeah, so I do that and I have some projects that are kind of pushing through to network, TV producing, um, and I always do kind of big travel, um, uh, like, I don't call them retreats, they kind of travel to see, like I have, I had one before with in Italy going to meet Mr. Lamborghini and like really high-end luxury travel uh, projects that I do. So if you really love to travel and you love to travel in the luxurious way, but at the same time learn and do relationship capital, increase relationship capital, because I like to put, I don't really like to call it a mastermind because it's not set like that, mm -hmm. but it really is putting a group of really, you know, connected people together to travel and just, bond and become really good friends and then help each other in business at the end. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, we are having a great interview here with D.B. Wong. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we will have our listener challenge. You have worked hard and you've earned your place at the table of influence. Wouldn't it be great to have a board of advisors that celebrate your wins, support your growth, and challenge your blind spots? That's why we host our influencer circles for six and seven figure business women. If you are a high achieving entrepreneur woman who wants a deep dive in business strategy, collaboration, and strategic relationships, go to yourcircleofinfluence.com forward slash influencers and reserve a spot in one of our upcoming circles. Welcome back to your Circle of Influence podcast. We are here with our guest, Dee Dee Wong, today, and she is the master of relationships and creating connections. So we have a listener challenge for you, and it is on relationship capital. So I want you to think of your five dream connections, those people that could put you on the right stage or the right platform or be a great partner for you or a great investor for you, but they could be the one you know, that magical one that catapults you to your next level? Who are those top five people? Then I want you to go to your current relationship pool and let them know 
that you want that connection and start to see what doors open for you. Because it is amazing to me how when you invest in building relationships and you invest in connecting with people, how interconnected the world becomes. And I, I love when I have somebody on my mind, I'm like, you know what I would really love is to have this person on my next event. And then I'll be talking to somebody and they'll go, oh, I know them. I'll introduce you. It's like, great. That's perfect. We love it. All right. So Dee, Dee we're going to go into our lightning round here. And our first question for you is what's the best business advice that you've ever received? Be consistent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I still need to work on that. Honestly. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Great advice. And we've all got to work on that one. Yeah. I love it. All right. Next one. What is the, um, what is one of the, the inner dragons that you've had to slay on your path to success? We've kind of touched on it, but. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say persistence, just keep going even at, at the very lowest point. Cause at, in fact, at the, that point you have nowhere to go, but up. So uh, always know that the next successful thing is in, in your power, in the hands, in your mindset. Yeah. Love it. Okay. So now is the, now's the moment. Who is this business girl crush that you think <laughs> in business? So I have two. One, I actually call my big sister. I, I do know her and she's really the one who has helped me rise up. Uh, her name is Amelia Antonetti. So I, but I know her already and uh, she's very close to me. But the one that I really would love to reach to is uh, Sarah Blakely of Spanx. <laughs> and f funny enough, I put her on my vision board. Uh, I just redid my vision board uh, about a month ago. And I put her on my vision board right next to me to be somebody that I would love to write the forward of my, uh, my upcoming book that I will be writing. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and then suddenly in, the, in an email, in a seminar that I belong to and a kind of mastermind that I belong to, oh, we got Sarah Blakely as our speaker today. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so I am getting, I am getting close to her and I'm sure with an Amelia's help also, I will get to her at some point, some way, somehow. <laughs> Soon. Awesome. Very awesome. cool. So yeah. next question, what is the uh, number one door that you want open for you right now? So, you know, I, I, I never really thought of it that way, but I always think of it as if I open enough doors for other people, my doors will just open. And, and I don't even know what that is yet. And in a way, it's fun not knowing because I have so many opportunities just kind of land on my lap on a daily. Mm -hmm. So all my girlfriends always say, oh my God, Didi, I love talking to you and get updates because every time I speak to you, even if it's just last week, you always have something new to tell me and something more exciting to tell me. So um, I don't want to say what door I want to be open for me, but I would love to invite anybody who's listening to let me open doors for you guys. And if I do enough of that, I know that more doors will be open for me. Awesome. <laughs> we love it. Okay. How can our listeners connect with you, Didi? What's the best way for them to get in touch? So I am all across all social media platforms known as Didi Wong. That's D-I-D-I-W-O-N-G. And then if you want to write me an email, it's Didi at DidiWong.com. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we so appreciate you being on with us today and for your time. Monica and I always like to say, what is our takeaway from everything that we've discussed? Yay, like so, that. 
Yeah, it's fun. Well, personally, we do this. A big part of why we started this podcast was we wanted to expand our circle of influence and get to have more powerful conversations with amazing women. So Monica, I'm going to let you go first this time. <laughs> you know what? It wasn't something that you said. It was, it was your way of being about it. This idea that um, first of all, the focus on contribution. One of our core values is lift as you climb and you embody that with all, everything that you do. And even what you just said about doors being open for you. And then the other part about it is, you know, there's so many women who have ideas, who are like, you could tell that you're like an, a, a, an engine on your own right. You know what I mean? Without the mentoring, without the connections, without so forth, those things add to who you already are. And so to to witness you being fully self-expressed in that way and being such so willing to be a contribution. It's kind of like that Bill Bill Withers song, Use Me Up, you know? It's like, just oh, use yeah. me up, just use me up. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Thank you for saying that, Dr. Monica, because I always say, if I may add, I know we're at the end of it, but um, if I may add, it's really about when I teach my articulation course and when I teach about elevator pitch, it's not so much in the words that you use. It's really in your being. And you, and the fact that you just said that, I was like, yes, because that's exactly what I teach is in your energy yes. of how you present yourself and, and how you come across is a feeling that people get. It's not, they're not going to remember your words, maybe a week's time, what you're going to Tell me, what do we say? What did I say? You may not remember my words so much, but you'll remember how I delivered my words and my energy in delivering it. And that makes you want to have a second conversation with me. And that is the, that's how I teach it, that you just want to have that relationship capital flourish and be friends and talk about anything and everything before you go into the business part. Yeah. Well, I picked up what you were putting down. I got it. <laughs> Love it. Um, so here's my takeaway, which is also not something you said, but as I was listening to you, I was just thought I would so much rather have a major failure in aiming for something greatness than in mm. aiming for something great than be successful at dreaming small. And so mm. I love that you just create these big, amazing dreams and you go after it and you're going to have some wins along the way and you're going to have some challenges along the way. But what really is creating who you are is all of those. It's like the sum of all of those experiences create who you are. And I just have been so impressed by your energy and your positivity. Oh. So thank you for being on. Thank we you so much. It. Thank you both so much. And I guess send, send all of you lots of joy and happiness and success and all your listeners who are here. I, I really appreciate people taking the time to listen because I know, um, you know, people who actually make an effort to press the button to press play. It, it, it takes that effort and then you, you can learn something and it will inspire you to something new. So hopefully I did that for you guys. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. Thank if you, you inspired me and Monica, I'm sure you're inspiring them all. So um, for our listeners, we so appreciate you being here and for your support of the podcast. Thank you for joining us in our private Facebook group, uh, your circle of influence podcast. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for your reviews. And we look forward to hearing even more from you as we all go on this journey of female ambition and female contribution and entrepreneurship together. Thanks everyone. Mm -hmm.